0: to SMB
1: Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to turn our attention to the little guys, the up-and-comers, the builders, and the hustlers. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses how small to medium-sized businesses can implement marketing strategies that grow their businesses to compete with the big boys. With us today is Palmer Houchins, who is the Vice President of Marketing at CallRail, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. CallRail is the leading provider of marketing software to businesses that want a single attribution platform to capture the journey from visitors to leads to customers. More than 100,000 companies and agencies use CallRail's easy-to-use marketing attribution and conversion intelligence software to optimize their lead generation and improve sales. From tracking calls to website submissions, it's an all-in-one platform that takes the hassle out of reporting with a single source of truth for marketing ROI. Okay, here's the second installment of SMB Week, where Palmer and I discuss small to medium-sized business marketing strategies and tactics. Palmer, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to continue small to medium-sized business week with you. Yesterday, we talked about the landscape of small to medium-sized businesses, how generally the people that are running small to medium-sized businesses have a little bit of a different take that could be running lifestyle businesses. They are very much torn between all the different principles of their business, marketing, finance, operations, keeping the office clean, taking out the trash. So they tend to not necessarily be specialists, which makes how they're marketed to differently and it also makes their needs different. Sometimes businesses expand to have an individual marketer running the team or maybe even a small team, but either way, everyone is still going to be stretched and not able to focus and specialize as much as they would at an enterprise company. Knowing that we have these resource constraints for small to medium-sized businesses Talk to me about some of the marketing strategies and tactics. What are some of the ways that you're seeing SMBs successfully market themselves?
2: I think we touched on it a little bit in the last episode, but just the evolution of kind of the digital marketing landscape has, I think, really empowered a lot of these small businesses to take a much more active role in marketing their businesses. I think it's also brought a lot of tools that maybe were out of reach 10, 20 years ago and put them in just kind of regular stack. And I think that what you're seeing right now, even with the small business landscape, isn't just businesses jumping for one solution. They're adopting 10, 20, 30 different point solutions to help make that marketing be effective.
1: So what I'm hearing is that there's good news that the playing field is more level and that the access to the effective marketing channels, like your digital marketing channels, the largest companies in the world are using Facebook, Google, you know, some sort of a display advertising channel to reach their customers. And those are things that are now accessible to the smallest businesses. On the flip side, there's an incremental level of complexity because you're launching multiple different types of marketing campaigns. Let's start off by talking about what is actually working for SMBs. When you think about the channel mix, what are some of the go-to channels small and medium-sized businesses are using to drive success?
2: There's three key areas that I see Early on, a lot of them, especially ones who are mindful of kind of building a brand and getting some name recognition, are probably going to have an active social presence. And that's probably a mix of paid and organic across any number of channels. But I would certainly say that Facebook and Instagram will probably be part of that. And You know, as these businesses mature, I think you'll start seeing them get a little bit more active, some more PPC tactics. So probably looking at paid search advertising... And then I think if they're smart, a channel that we continually see, you know, a great ROI on is email. Those might be kind of foundational pieces for any SMB that's starting out to really understand what's out there and where to get started from a digital marketing perspective.
1: So from a demand generation, reaching out to your customers, driving net new leads, just building your awareness, some of the primary channels that you're looking at are the social networks, the Facebook and Twitters of the world, probably Facebook being the first and foremost Search being Google AdWords, are you seeing local brands focus on driving organic growth using content or any sort of other non-paid digital marketing efforts?
2: I think that local organic search is a huge area. Google has recognized that and started building out new functionality around that, whether it be the sort of Google My Business profile and sort of all that's moving there. But I do think that as we move into a world from a search perspective that becomes more and more zero-click, that it's important to sort of understand what that landscape looks like from from an organic perspective to make sure that any business is kind of scoring or essentially ranking where they'd like to be. So I do think that organic is a huge area of traction from a digital marketing perspective. I'm also surprised to see that a lot of the analog channels are still performing well. Certainly with local businesses, there's outdoor advertising that still seems to drive some demand. So while there's a world of opportunity online, I think it's about finding the right mix for any number of small businesses that are out there.
1: You mentioned email marketing, and I think that's one of the most important things for small to medium-sized businesses to master to be successful. I think when I was running my first startup, when I was you know, growing my first business, my thought was I needed lots of awareness and lots of people to know about the company. And then once they got to the website, they'd just convert on their own. There is a whole second half of marketing outside of just getting people to be aware and getting them to your digital properties, if you're a digital business or to your front door, it's actually getting them, I'm using air quotes here, through the store and to the cash register. Talk to me about some of the nurturing that you're seeing SMBs do to convert the traffic that they're able to drive through some of the demand generation channels that you mentioned.
2: A lot of it just starts, especially with businesses that are going to be investing in their own website, of making sure those sites are, are not only kind of optimized to attract folks through things like organic search, but that you're really mindful of what that user experience looks like, that you're providing the right user experience up and down on that site on desktop and on mobile, so that converting is as easy as it is. Sometimes there's nothing more frustrating than trying to look up a restaurant online or find a menu and you get a giant PDF that you can't get sized right on your phone. There's any number of small things that I think just make conversion that much easier. And I feel like they're easily overlooked at some of these SMBs who are challenged for resources. They're challenged for time. But making that experience as seamless as possible is something that I've seen really kind of drive, to your point, folks through the store into the cash register.
1: So you brought up my second point, which is how do you figure out when you have to run your Facebook ads, run your Google AdWords, write your blog posts, optimize your local listing, send your emails out, try to understand who your customers are. By the way, you still have to run all of the product, whether it's building your website or running the actual store. SMBs are going to be time constraint and budget constraint. When you're thinking about the time constraints, what are some of the ways that you can maximize the effectiveness of your marketing efforts without just only focusing on your marketing efforts?
2: This may sound like a cop-out answer, but I do think there's a great list and sort of collection of agencies that really do service that end of the market. And really, all they do is exist to help these small businesses do better in those regards. So I think that's something any small business should be thinking about of like, if I am really constrained by time here, is there someone that I could bring on who's very familiar with the landscape, with the fundamentals that can help make this easier? So That's one starting place. I think in all of my past career, both at CallRail and at MailChimp, we've seen small businesses turn to agency experts all the time with a lot of success. And I think beyond that, if you're doing it in-house and really need to figure that out, it's understanding the metrics that are moving your business and figuring out how to tie those back to your marketing efforts so that you're spending time in the areas that are really moving the needle. They're always sort of this prioritization that needs to take place between the must-haves and sort of the nice-to-haves. And I think being able to tie back, whether it is your sort of marketing efforts on social or on search, with maybe what you're seeing from an analytics perspective on your actual site, and that's really giving you an idea of where to focus your time, what needs to be fixed or what needs to be improved, what needs to be optimized now versus what can come later.
1: Two schools of thought here. One is I am the founder of a small, medium-sized business, and I know that these are my core competencies. I'm great at math and analytics, and I'm not a good copywriter, and I don't know how to make great imagery. Okay, if that's the case, and I'm going to focus on marketing, I'm going to focus on AdWords. That's more of a math game than it is a creative game. And then I'm going to find agency or other resources to be able to take the things that I'm not good at, and I'm just going to play to my strengths and outsource the rest. That's one school of thought. I think the other school of thought is, and this is kind of the camp that I reside in, I want to try to do everything myself and figure it out, document the process, and then hand it to somebody else who is more capable and less expensive than I am to run the regular operations. That's something that we do at the MarTech podcast, where when we first started this podcast, I edited the first podcast. Then I handed it to a professional editor and say, I want it to sound like this. And I gave him a template. Of what the show should sound like he is much more competent and capable than i am of an editor but it helped him figure out the style and the tone that i was going for and so i think when you're thinking about optimizing your strategies and tactics knowing that you're resource constrained you have to understand what you're going to do well and if you're a generalist and you're great at tinkering and figuring things out tinker and figure it out write down what you did hand it to somebody that you have to pay less If you're a specialist and that you know that you're going to be able to develop a couple of core skills that are going to help drive your business forward, go do that and then hand the things that you can't do off to someone else. And that's where your agency relationships come in as well
2: you're exactly right. I think the common thread between both of those is sort of recognizing your own strengths and weaknesses and making sure that you're compensating for areas where you maybe perform a little bit better than others. And by the method you seem to prefer, I think that's allowing you to sort of at least put that perspective, that vision that you have for it on it, and then taking someone who can kind of nurture it and make it a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit more professional than it might have been at the first draft.
1: I think that's great advice. I think at the end of the day, the playing field is leveling in terms of access to marketing channels from enterprise to SMBs. We're all able to play with almost all of the same tools with very few exceptions. You can market right next to Salesforce on Facebook, right next to Procter & Gamble on Facebook. Your ads can get just as many impressions. You just have to be able to allocate the amount of time and find the right resources to make sure that your investment in marketing is actually going to be worthwhile. And so the challenge for the SMB owner is more about Not necessarily getting to every channel, but mastering a few channels and making sure that you're making the most out of the awareness that you're building about the customers that you're getting to your website so they eventually do ring that cash register. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Palmer Houchins for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Palmer's tips for improving your SMB marketing efforts, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss how you can market SMBs on a bootstrap budget. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Palmer, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His company's handle is CallRail, C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L. Or you could visit his company's website, which is CallRail.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to MartechPod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. -J Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back on your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.